0: Unprofessional. Yep. you're always unprofessional, Darren. That's fine. I am recording this as well as going in right at the beginning. This is a good cold open. Yeah. Hello. Ready? No 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 no. I still do the intro. You wait. Oh okay, was that how we're doing it? Alright. Welcome into the Fourth and Forever podcast, and this week we are going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, Last week we gave you all a much-needed catch-up on the NFL Haps, and now we'll just see. Today we plan on hitting some of the crazy finishes from the NFL this week. Uh, Who are the teams to beat in the AFC and NFC? Just how bad is the NFC East, and how bad can it get? Uh, And and we also have our fancy offense for the first seven games. So, Darren, I hope you're prepared for all that. Uh, so, of course, I am joined uh, by Crocodile Dundee himself, Darren Butter. How are we feeling?
1: Oh, that's offensive. Why? I'm not Australian.
0: No, but you're from Dundee.
1: Crocodile Dundee isn't from Dundee.
0: Everyone knows that McDundee Dundee was from Dundee. He was always hanging around Fat Sam's with his... Stupid crocodile hair. Germany
1: player Sean Dundee? That was really confusing as well. Okay. It's
0: very, very confusing. Yes. I don't remember him, actually. No. No. Was he any good?
1: He played with Bayern.
0: Was he from Dundee originally?
1: No, he's from Germany.
0: Oh, really? Fair enough then. Fair enough then. That's a very quick digression that we had there. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but how are you, so Darren? I didn't mean to be in any way derogatory or, uh, or offensive to you. That's, that's not my game. You know I love you.
1: Believe you. Um, <laughs> yes, I am
0: fine. How are you? Yes, Darren, I am well also. <laughs> Pro- pre-programmed response 0. 0.3. It should we
1: just be robots?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Great we, start. Really hot. Coming at me was hot. a
1: really good start. Mentioning that we were going to talk about the NFCs because I didn't know that.
0: Well, I did tell you, but in that message that I sent you that you totally what ignored. Was like three days ago? Yeah something like that I was trying to give you some some pre-warning and I also said like hey Darren is there anything else you want to be talking about the course of this podcast and I'm just like I'm out buying wine or something yeah or yeah yeah. do you see the football no Darren no that's not what we're talking about no yeah Yeah. it's okay I'm here to keep everything on track thankfully otherwise where the hell would it be and I know for a fact in an hour and a half still talking about the NFCs. probably so let's just Get it out of the way. Yes. Start things off with the NFC East. And uh, (laughs) one of the crazy games from last week was the one on Thursday Night Football, which was the Giants stumbling and bumbling their way to defeat against the Philadelphia Eagles. um, (laughs) It was a 21-22 in the end as the Eagles just came back after um, a very interesting Daniel Jones run. Um, which he apparently hit the top speed of any NFL player this year, which just goes to show that however the hell they're measuring that is not correct. If you get someone set up in a straight line and they're running fast, it's going to happen, but that wasn't right. But of course, this was before anyone saw DK Metcalf run at ridiculous speed to catch up with Buda Baker, but we'll get up to that one later. Uh, Yeah, Daniel Jones' run and stumble after running for about 70 odd yards and he just sort of fell over his own feet. Pretty hilarious. But um, an amazing effort by the Eagles and in particular, I I thought that, well, first of all, Carson Wentz did what he needed to do to get the win, but Bart Scott really impressed me in this one as well. I think it's great to see him step in for for Miles Sanders and they just didn't miss a beat.
1: Yeah. um, It just kind of goes to show that if one turd it's another turd really fast and you can get some interesting patterns
0: <laughs> that unstoppable force versus a movable object uh, way of putting things not good enough here it's just it's turd versus turd was, was was this like like one of those knobbly ones with like sweet corn in it versus one of these like like three day old ones you know it's like a little bit crumbly
1: oh no it's my metaphor stop adding to
0: it okay cool cool <laughs> Uh, but by the way, Darren, I am glad to hear that you're feeling a lot better this week uh, <laughs> after your troubles.
1: <laughs> Let's go with the Eagles were just bad enough to lose, and the Giants were just good enough to lose.
0: Just bad enough to lose, you said for the Eagles. I mean, they were bad just, to win. just good enough. Yeah, yeah. But they were just bad, bad enough to enough win. win. Yeah, just and bad enough. The Giants to were good win. enough to just lose. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I think. Um, it, it, it was a crazy, crazy end of the game. The rest of it wasn't particularly fun, but as soon as anything comes down to the wire, it, it makes it interesting. Yeah. I think it, it was interesting the way you put that there about the team being like just bad enough to win, um, because that's what happened with the Atlanta Falcons again this week. <laughs>
1: Um, Do you just want to talk about a different division? Because that's
0: twice you've tried to go to another team. Well, i have moved away from it now. But like it's just like, <laughs> we, you, you said you wanted this to be quick, swift, yeah. hard-hitting. Yeah. Actually, so, well, it was really soft-hitting, actually. But the Falcons essentially bloody. lost by scoring because... They gave time. Well, yeah, exactly. It was the case of Todd, Todd Gurley was told by his team, and he knew it himself, that... It would be too early to score. The Falcons could win with a field goal at the time. Okay? So at the time, the score was. Uh, oh, damn, what was it? 15, yeah, 15 16 to the Lions. All, all the Falcons needed was a field goal. Tall Gurley runs up the middle, blasts through the pack, and then is trying his hardest to fall down. And then the Lions just let him go into the end zone. And it's just really interesting when you see a defense plead with the referee to say it's a touchdown, while the offense is saying, "No, no, I swear I didn't score." <laughs> it's a yeah, really it's a unusual point. Really,
1: really interesting pictures from the AP, from the photographers on that one. Um, it's just been a couple of crazy ends to the game. Um, going back just quickly to the, the Giants and Eagles, the oh, you want to keep talking about that. Huh? We'll just want to say that. Carson Wentz's throw to Scott was nigh on perfect, and
0: and the catch was incredible for a running back. Yeah, and it's, the, the the adjustment he made to get that like over the shoulder, and get it as he's falling, uh, right in the front corner of the end zone. It was it was beautiful, great or,
1: finish. And well, the finish of the game was Jones doing what Jones does, getting getting sacked by Graham, mm-hmm. Vinny Vinny Terry Terrier, Vinny, Vinny Curry, sorry, getting on top of it and icing the game. It's just. NFC's quarterbacks it's a it's a a small batch yeah right.
0: I mean Carson Wentz is he's still the best quarterback in that division now he's played better the last few weeks than maybe some of the stats show certainly better than anything else in that division at the moment although I still feel for Daniel Jones because he's he's certainly been like you know struggling but and there's, hold there's on the still been these moments. Because
1: he's always chasing the game and he doesn't have wide
0: receivers. Yeah, there's very little in the way of wide receivers. Darius Slayton's pretty good. Evan Ingram's not playing up to scratch again. Everyone always expects something of Evan Ingram every season and he just doesn't get there. Yeah. Um, the, the other the other guys, like, obviously he doesn't have anything in the backfield to support him either. The offensive line's not clicked yet. you got to feel for him. And then there's, then there's the Eagles. Like they, They've... Got their own problems as well, but they have the potential to do just enough to get into
1: the playoffs and then give someone a hard time. Because if they do have Johnson, they do have their wide receiver core, and they they're fit and fully ready to go. Like obviously, they're not going to get their lineman back, unfortunately, but mm. they could still really challenge, just like they did. Like if Wentz hadn't gone out with a concussion in that Seahawks game, we don't know what might have happened. So true. That's all they have to do is just kind of win their division games and mm-hmm. the moving on like the, the Cowboys lost they probably lost Dalton for two weeks really bad concussion yeah he's in concussion protocol DiNucci, hey Benny Danucci yeah um, the fact that Danucci's starting a NFL game and there's a couple of quarterbacks that don't have jobs is, is just ridiculous but they were saying that that's only because they don't have time to have anyone clear COVID
0: uh, <laughs> I think you would still say that it's worth getting someone else info, wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, are, not not naming any names Colin Kaepernick yeah. would be at least someone to get into the building. Just to yeah. have a look that's at a someone. Game. No, it was never, never going to happen, was it? Um, the Eagles, they're without the two starting tight ends. I think that says a lot because that's where a lot of their offense usually went through. Zacherts wasn't the same this season. Uh, Dallas Goddard was picking up a bit of the slack, but now he's out in IR as well. Um, it's just every team in this division is totally cursed.
1: Yes, I think we're under attack.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's uh, some some biker gang uh, outside. We're in like the ninth floor up here so as well, here. and we still hear some serious rumblings downstairs. Um, but yeah, and the, the Falcons, though, man, like they just continue to find ways to lose to the point where. You just expect it week in, week out.
1: Yeah, I think getting that close to winning is definitely an improvement because they at least gave the game away in the last minute rather than the last quarter.
2: Mm. If
1: that helps, um, it's going to take a while because obviously they don't really have a head coach and they're just kind of winging it. But um, that game, that you know, you can say all you want about the Falcons and not using the time management and Gurley not getting in, but. Stafford turned into Rodgers for like 40 seconds his, he's, he's capable of his, it, he's
0: shown it throughout his career but he, was, he only does in it in holes. flashes
1: he was baseball pitching those passes, Like it's like he completely changed his mechanics for one minute to get get round the line it was, there was one to Hawkinson that Hawkinson never got out of bounds for, he was raging about it but it was just like it looked like everything had died down he just cut to his right and kind of Tommy John elbow surgery baseball through Ooh. through this
0: or just as dot, like, like know, the same way that Philip Rivers has always thrown the ball effectively yeah. um, and, yeah.
1: it, and that you know to be able to spike it with two seconds to go take the time pick the right play yeah you can see that when the offense is allowed to do what they do in other words no interaction with Matt Patricia they're actually <laughs> doing some
0: stuff well, like yeah, like you alluded to there. So I think the Lions got the ball back with about 64 seconds left in the game. Uh, led that game-winning drive all the way down. Stafford spikes the ball. Two seconds left. About 10 yards out. Drops back to pass. Finds TJ Hawkinson. Oh, like there's no no one within like three yards of him in the end zone. Just corrals the ball. Lies there. He's like, I've definitely got it. I've definitely got it. Definitely got it. And then that's that's it. The Lions win with no time left on the clock. Falcons once again just wondering what it is that they have to do to get with anywhere with a win.
1: Uh, some form of blood curse.
0: Um, I would, I would think that's Have you seem like Good Luck Chuck?
1: It. It's like they have to go back to their goth girlfriend from high school and apologize. <laughs> they have to do something. It's not going well. Mm. It's not going well for Atlanta in general. No,
0: that's a that's a a, a bad place to be a sports fan right now. Um. Somewhere else that's traditionally been a bad place to be a sports fan is Cleveland, uh, which is, still obviously, you're a bunch.
1: not great. But still- yeah.
0: But, I mean, it's better than it's been in a while, even though everyone's everyone's still saying, like, look, the Browns clearly still have major issues, right? It's like but a- they're 5-2 and two now after beating the Bengals, 37-34. They did lose Odell Beckham. For the season with a, a ruptured ACL or torn, torn ACL. I'm
1: sorry for him, but
0: I'm kind of of the
1: thing that if he's not there, then it balances the offense.
0: <laughs> May well be. Like, um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I still think that having Odell would be good, but yeah, yeah there's been problems. And the guys they have behind them are Higgins really good. good. Richard Higgins, we've known a lot about Richard Higgins. We've both been fans of his for a while. Had him in my fantasy team last year. Looks great. Uh, and I think he's going to step it's in. in the end it's going to be a nice looking uh, receiving core there. And Donovan Peoples Jones, man. What an amazing catch Michigan. for the touchdown Michigan at long. the end there. Absolutely incredible for the win. He uh, looked in absolute shock that he got it. I mean, would, would you not be? It was incredible. <laughs> Baker was in shock as well. Going up toe tap swag. It was uh, a, a fantastic way to end the game. Baker had one of his best games as as a Brown, with uh, five touchdowns. But people are being really quick to come back and anoint him and say like, right, no, it's fine, that's it, Baker's Baker's good again. No, but this was against a dreadful Bengals team. Um, Like the Bengals defense is awful. The only defense, I think, one of the only defenses in the league that's worse than theirs is the Browns. So the Browns still have. Some serious problems in terms of giving up points in the back end, despite the fact they've got all these playmakers like Miles Garrett.
1: Yeah, well, the issue is that Baker can't really turn the corner. Let's say again, like when he gets under pressure, he's just not quite quick enough to get outside the pocket before getting hit. But
0: that's the other thing. Like he's,
1: he's he gets to stay it's in, in the some pocket, cases he's too quick to to go on the go run. On. He needs to stick in a bit longer because you can see when he does stand still and he's got his feet on the ground, he makes passes like the one at the end.
0: He's capable of just sitting there and picking teams apart. But I, I wonder the if his
1: primary option is someone like Odell, who kind of wings his routes a bit. Mm. That maybe that's pushing him out the pocket, trying to find the verticals Have, a, have than a find better the right checkdowns
0: and stuff. Like I think for for quite some time, Jarvis Landry's has probably been the better wide receiver on that Jarvis team. Landry's probably the best quarterback in the team as well. Ooh, ooh <laughs> hot take. <laughs> Well, well, we'll see. What he's got like here. three
1: completions for three touchdowns in the last like
0: Yeah, well, I suppose like he's maybe working off of the whole like you know people not anticipating that. But um, but yeah, like the, the Browns, you've stumbled into five and two. It's, yeah, it's probably like, got they've still got a little brother complex, so they're not going to go yeah. anywhere in the division. It's the least impressive five and two team I can remember, except for maybe. National no, no, I would say the Bears are probably still better. I would still pick the Bears to be yeah, the, Bears the Browns is right now scary at times, but um. The fact that you've lost Nick Chubb hasn't really mattered because you've got Kareem Hunt in the backfield. He's, he's been absolutely stellar. Where he
1: was always going to be. This was the... Yes, we knew. Kareem Hunt is a great player. He just had some issues. So it's like the Browns are kind of stumbled into being the team that, you know, he's from Cleveland. So they're the team that are saying, oh, we'll give you a second chance. Our fan base isn't going to mind too much. Mm-hmm. And they're reaping the rewards of it. You know, some people might be like, oh, that's not something you can come back from. You should be playing. But, you know, the Cleveland... Um, he's a Cleveland local and they've given him a chance and you know to be fair Dorsey was always open to giving players a chance. chance yeah yeah. you don't know how um, Andrew Bingham's going to be um, he's a bit different so mm-hmm. maybe when his contract comes up I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to be getting any kind of max money or running back money from, if, if, from if, the if Browns Andrew, if
0: Andrew Barry's smart yeah. he will never sign a running back to a second contract yeah. because the analytics say that's not really what you need Like you can still find a a good running back and bring them in and make something of it. This thing, like, can you not just say if you give like Nick
1: Chubb like eight million for five years with like a fifteen million signing bonus? Like, isn't there a way to do this so that you don't have to pay all this money? Teams are teams are realizing you're gonna
0: have to figure out
1: a new margin for it.
0: Well, put it this way: uh, Le'Veon Bell went out of his way to try and reset the market for running backs. He did the opposite, really. He said it back. Um, yeah. like by, by 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 holding out, by not playing for Pittsburgh, got his trade to the Jets, went there. I think never he had to be better. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I think he, he had uh, one run over sixteen yards the entire time he was there, and he had two in his first game back for Kansas City. No, exactly. But that th- that that is it. It proves maybe not proves but it's certainly the evidence certainly points towards the fact that it is not entirely on the running back and perhaps your offensive line and I think is far more important Zeke's proving
1: that at the Cowboys as well you know, mm-hmm. if you don't
0: have you got
1: any quarterback can hand off to Zeke but the offensive line's banged up and Teron Smith isn't playing they're incredibly
0: you know. weak at in Dallas at the moment but I like know. it's not the offensive line's fault that he's fumbling all over the place yeah. as well so that's pretty much entirely on Zeke the way some of these I ones are coming just, out I think that's just checked out of these games Mm-hmm. Not wanting to get hit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I feel as if uh, we've spoken a lot about the Brown side of things. Bengals. Once Burrow again, Joe, Joe Burrow showing his He's stuff. So polished.
1: I, I'm sorry that I understand the whole so like NFL fans will hate this, but I understand the whole like socialism concept of the the way the NFL draft works. But it's really disappointing at times. We're looking at Trevor Lawrence probably going to go to the Jets, and Joe Burrow's at the Bengals. It's just it's painful. This is how it happens though, right? But and do you think the Bengals have the capacity to do anything to get Burrow to like He's meant to be the most Tom Brady like player since Brady and have the Bengals ever shown like real they don't have a training facility they like share it with the university since now.
0: Yeah, it's there's definitely problems. Um but at least in going for Burrow they've shown that they like they know a good thing when they see it but now Are they have to protect got- that because they have a really good chance of getting themselves out of mediocrity and being a laughing stock in this league
1: and it's to be fair it's like the lebron factory you know they're gonna get a couple more years with burrow mm-hmm. because he's from athens mm-hmm. he's from 20 minutes away so he will give ohio time mm-hmm. to come to the party he's not going to be asking for trades or thing yeah. because he's playing for his hometown team. Um but, you know, if he tears both his ACLs in the meantime, then that's not really what you want. So they've mm-hmm. got to do something. Um I think Jonah Williams is struggling with the the lack of reps. The the rest of the offensive line's patchwork. Mm-hmm. So I just look. You're hoping they can fix it. They have to go out and sign like they just have to get some veterans, like Lola Lele yeah. and just yep. go out and pay some guys who have played in the league before. like You know, you know. what they need, Darren? What?
0: Good offensive <laughs> line. <laughs> uh,
1: just <sorry. laughs> but Like I think A.J. Green's checked out. I think T. Higgins is pretty good, but Tyler think, Boyd had a couple of good catches. Yeah, like, t- t- Tyler Boyd's a, a really good If you good get receiver. T. Higgins doing what you need him to do and Tyler Boyd's playing well, they're,
0: they're, that's, they're, that's they're, build, they're building something there, but you need to start getting results. Yeah. I mean, there's only there's only so many times well. that you can just say like, Oh, well, we got within seven again. Like yeah no no you need to be getting the other side of that you need to start actually winning these games. And, Do you think
1: um, it's sad, or no not sad it's probably sad. wrong one. or um sad, or maybe premature to say that not beating the Browns at least once is fireable for the coach.
0: What you, you mean for Zach Taylor? Well, I've... like
1: if you're the Bengals and you want to see growth, shouldn't you be beating the Browns at least once this season? Because like, you're not beating anyone so. else. In well, not, not
0: not within that division you shouldn't anyway so they've um, gone
1: they're seven weeks in and they've lost to the Browns twice so where's the? they're not going to win another division game so they're gonna go 0-6 <laughs> in six in the division is it just the divisions too strong and we have to give them a break or it doesn't it... it
0: doesn't help but yeah. I mean sometimes you just have you have to do something about it um and they're being given the opportunity to beat teams out with their division because that's you do play teams out with your yeah. division through the course of the season but so far That's you measure, Zach, that, Zach, you Zach Taylor's won three games I think yeah three games Jackson. in like a season and a half so far it's remember the
1: Bengals just like... used to laugh at the Browns anyway ah, yes
0: yes indeed so how else is in that division Steelers Ravens are on bye. so Steelers-Titans
1: uh, so it was Titans.
0: Um, sure, why not? I, I was actually going to say like, you know what, we don't need to do that, but yeah, we could definitely do that because it was actually a, a pretty good game. A game. It was down there as the game of the week going in. Uh, it was the game that I made sure that we we watched in the flat. It was real good. Got up at six a.m. to watch it with Jake. You uh, were otherwise indisposed, um, and then we just it started off really crazy. Steelers just came out the gate super hot, looked absolutely like pound for pound, punch for punch, miles better than the Titans. On defense, they had their number. On offense, they had their number. And then in the second half, just fell apart. The Steelers just became incapable of converting these third downs, whereas the Titans, who were previously totally inept... Just exploded. AJ AJ Brown had a, an incredible catch from about seventy yards to, to get them really back into it. Derek Henry, who was previously being shut out of the game, he started to like really show his presence more. Tannehill got them back into this game, and they they, they got it all, all all set all lined up, and Stephen Goskowski once again just made a right meal of it at the time when he should have nailed it. He's, he, like earlier on in the game, nailed another 50-plus yarder. He's not missed from over 50 this season, but between 49 and 29 or wherever the hell it is, uh, another miss, a key critical miss, which now means that the Tennessee Titans are no longer undefeated.
1: Well, if you think of how the mechanics of kicking a ball actually work, like I can kind of see that maybe he's going for the power on the long ones and he's able to really process that power through the ball. But when you're closer mm-hmm. and you're going for more of a chip shot or going for more of a... He shouldn't know this. He's he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's supposed to be... be like, uh... He's been injured and it just seems like he's pulling He's pulling the ball. He's doing something. It's like a golf swing. He's doing something kind the Is Kai Forbath
0: still about or did he go to Dallas? I don't know. <laughs> what, what happened there? Um,
1: yeah, I... I think it adds to the legend of Mike Fraybro. That they were able to change the tide and come back, yeah, and have an opportunity to either win it or tie it at the end. I think we're sleeping on Vrabel. we're not sleeping on him, but I think people don't really kind of realize what he is. I think Vrabel is a six, seven-time Super Bowl winning coach. <laughs> he's so young. He is an opportunity. Here too. Well he's
0: already got a bunch from playing with the yeah, Patriots as player, but he's uh... like Phil.
1: Like he is opportunity to be like the Phil Jackson of the NFL. You know, <laughs> like he has, he has it. The time management, the ability to change the scheme when it's not working—he mm-hmm. does like he's defensive, but he understands going for it on offense, and he trusts his like offensive coordinator.
0: Does does someone make Arthur Smith a head coach, or does he just say like I don't need? The money. I would ride well. Rabel's team for a couple more years mm.
1: Smith doesn't need the money
0: yeah so I'm saying like with him being the the, the heir to the FedEx fortune He's going to go to
1: Jets or something like I'd rather stay at the Titans I'd rather oh, be God. the best <laughs> Offensive coordinator in the league. I, I would then rather stay in, head coach. You
0: know? I'd rather stay in my job than get paid to do anything at the Jets right now. It doesn't matter how many millions of dollars you're throwing at me. And I could probably do a better job than Adam Gase.
1: I remember the Jets hired Joe Douglas and they started doing that whole multimedia campaign on YouTube, like the Browns have. You know, building mm-hmm. the Jets. You know, um, and it's just they've stopped doing that. So yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you anything. No,
0: they're, they're they're a total mess. Um, but yeah, the the Steelers are in one of the more difficult looking divisions, but they're really making a proper case themselves. They'll have a real test this week when they go up against Baltimore, uh, and the Titans. I just want to, be able to beat
1: the shit out of each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. <laughs> That's actually. all that
1: matters to me. I know Earl Thomas isn't there anymore, but you know, yeah. come on, just just some someone just head to head. Yeah. Just come on, guys, just really kill each other.
0: I would really have liked to see. Mark Ingram in this game. I think he's the sort of guy who could really like. He'd be want to try and lay a hammer down. He'd bring a lot of hype to it as well. But he's he's not. No, like Gus the bus is going to be relied upon it's going to be him. J.K. Dobbins and I don't know bloody Justice Hill will come back in again rear re- his ugly head. But yeah, Ingram's everyone's fantasy. One. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mark Ingram. Uh, sorry, your bloody leg or whatever it is. Um, yeah, interesting one to watch. Titans. They're still uh, odds on favourites for the AFC South. Because they have the Texans and Jaguars in it. Oh man, don't like to start. I know the Colts, are at, Yep. They're at four and two at the moment, but mm. yeah, I still like the Colts are an FA team. Don't really know about them. Um, one final crazy finish, alluded to earlier, uh, was the late night game on Sunday, the Seahawks versus the Cardinals, and um, I was like, I was already footballed out by this point because we had the, the Monday off here in New Zealand. We had Labor Day. So I'd already watched like a game and a half, stopped watching the Broncos game partway through because I, I'm not a masochist. Um, and so I just started playing some Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which was great. And then you came down and was saying like, have you seen what's going on in this game? I'm like, oh, no, is it amazing? Yeah. So you had to put this the phone down in front of me and watch a little bit of it whilst I was slicing and dicing. And then, oh, my God, I can't, I can't leave it. I'm online. I would be letting these people down. Can't do it. And I, I wanted nothing more than to just say to everyone, hey, guys, I'm sorry, but have you seen the Seahawks-Cardinals game? I need to go. Um, absolutely insane game. It looked like the Seahawks had this one in the bag for ages. Mm. And then Russell Wilson started making some uncharacteristic mistakes. Um, he'd already got Tyler Lockett up to 170 plus yards and he ended up getting three touchdowns in the end. There's a couple couple points, that's
1: one Tyler Lockett. Broke on his route, so literally, they tossed it straight to Peterson because Lockett wasn't
0: where he was meant to be. Do you mean the Baker or the Peterson. One? Peterson, one. Uh, yeah.
1: The and then Isaiah
0: Simmons just made the most athletic play because he's like six foot six. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't uh,
1: think he was meant. Most linebackers wouldn't be able to reach that.
0: On the on the Isaiah Simmons interception, right? So uh, he kind of stayed it down. Car- Cardinals fake like they're bringing the house, so that's like just full full man blitz. The only people who are not blitzing are the cornerbacks, effectively, right? Yeah. And then everyone sucks back out. And Wilson's just kinda of moonballing it to someone, I guess, but the it didn't look like there was anyone Disley, there. Yeah, he was maybe aiming for Will Disley, but because Simmons got back so quick and just went up and snagged out of the air, he, he was just it was in his hands that before four, he knew four it. Two speed, you know? By the time that Wilson let go of the ball, it was probably about less than an inch away from his hand before he was like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, but the, mo- the, the most incredible play for me wasn't even a scoring play though, and it, it, it was it was that interception by Buddha Baker. Yeah. Not because of what Buddha Baker did, and everyone knows where I'm going here because if you've not seen this, then what the hell are you doing? Uh, go and watch DK Metcalf <laughs> chase down Buddha Baker for 95 odd yards. Uh, Wilson throws the ball directly to, to Buddha Baker, who's probably uh, like towards the outside of the field. Buddha Baker's a fast guy. He runs like a 4, 4, 5, 40. DK Metcalf is just sort of at the top of his route. And you see, as soon as he notices that Buddha Baker has the ball, he is absolutely bombing it. Top speed, straight away. And he probably has a good 10, 15 yards to make up on him. But pace that he has to catch this guy who's a proper athlete in his own right one of the most incredible things I've seen since Larry Allen, go watch Larry Allen's highlights by the way. If you think of the the maths of it though, it's like
1: we're talking 80 yards like it's probably he's got to make up, he's in the end zone pretty much and he's got to make back and Buddha's maybe at the 12 yard line when he starts running. Do you think it's like 100 yards? Plus the angle as well, that's even more it's like a hundred yards and DK Metcalf's like a 4-2 in Buddhist power 4-5 so every 40 yards he's making up like 0.3 seconds on him which is probably about five six yards like it it was just it was really impressive and it shows like that that difference and why the tired kills and the DK Metcalf's and the, the you know these players are so scary when they get in the open field it's mm. just that compounding speed that acceleration it's just untouchable. But I, I just love the hustle and the fact they were able yes. to stop on fourth down afterwards.
0: Like the the A- defense amazing. must be like we
1: have to. That we that have was to it. do this, you know.
0: That like that determination from DK Metcalf showed that this game means something to him. Like I I have so much respect for DK Metcalf now. He's probably like I think purely based on this, one of my favorite wide receivers well, in the league like, because well, it was like just an said, incredible determination to get it's like there. Like we said last week, we had him at
1: seven in our draft mm. and it didn't seem like other than character things why he wouldn't be there and then suddenly he's going at the end of the second round he's well, crying on the tv you know because he has mm. been picked yet and he thinks he's going to go to day three that it didn't make sense and it definitely doesn't make sense now that's just ridiculous so i i enjoyed that my favorite play was when i was sitting on the couch and you were playing the game and i was like <laughs> this is going to go wrong and it was the right at the end of the the overtime. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, my God. And Wilson... Pretty much what, what happened was that they showed full eight-man blitz. So this is the Falcons on Wilson. They show full blitz. And they have, like, cover two. But then just before Wilson goes to, like, snap it, they, like, move. So Wilson changes and moves his running back to his left-hand side. Mm-hmm. And then as he you know, he does all the audibles and moves it. The only player that blitzes the cornerback from the right-hand side because he's moved his running back mm. and he got lit up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Lit up. And it, apparently it was a f- only the second time he'd been sacked all game. Yeah, there was it there no... It ended the game.
0: Like, there was no was, sacks until overtime. He was game.
1: so shook up that he, mm-hmm. like, lobbed the ball away on the final chance. That was the third down. The fourth down, he literally just threw out of bounds. I think he was yeah. done. He <laughs> probably has bruised ribs. It was... Mm. An amazing defensive play, yeah. Um, for a team that everyone said was going to be really offensive, and you know,
0: they showed they showed something. Did, did, yeah, that was on in this one, and um, impressive. yeah. I mean, um, they had an opportunity to win it earlier with uh, Zayn Gonzalez's field goal, and uh, the Seahawks also could have won it at some point as well because in overtime, DK Metcalf got in the end zone, but was called back on a penalty. Um. The, the the game just had everything. Uh, you yeah. can go back and you can watch. Like, don't even bother watching the whole game. Just watch
1: like Not the overtime. last
0: last quarter into overtime, and you've got so much drama there as it is. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the, the the better things that's doing the rounds on social media right now is Kyler Murray dropping back, and you see him just sort of smile as he notices that DeAndre Hopkins has been left in single coverage, just floats in the touchdown. It's just the, it's that. It's that timing, it's like that whole thing about when uh, Cam Newton was calling an audible against Green Bay and Clay Matthews goes like, it's that that wheel route, it's that wheel route. And Newton just goes, oh yeah, you think so, watch this, and then he scores the touchdown. It's that sort of stuff, that that gall,
1: that I I, I just kind of
0: enjoy. It's fun. (laughs)
1: Yeah, just every week the Texans look more terrible because of it, but Kylo was okay. The Cardinals are, are strange. There's one where... Yes, they I are strange. ...literally, massively overthrew Isabella. I don't know what he's trying to He got picked off. The The end of the game... You know it's a crazy end of the game when the, the Twitter page freezing cold takes just gives up. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's they, they like... Retweeted all these people saying that Zane Gonzalez was clutch and then they were freezing cold take. You know? And <laughs> then and then everyone's like, oh, Russell's going to win it here. And they're like, retweeting that. And then Zane Gonzalez scores like a 48-yarder. And they're like, we give up. We don't give up. We don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen.
0: It was a bit crazy. All yeah. of the things happened against type. It was really something. Yep. And I think that's a, a pretty good uh, transition into what, what we want to talk about next. Um, because... I want to ask you who the teams to beat are in the AFC and the NFC, and um, I mean, you could look at the NFC West and see that, say that most of those teams in there have like a shot. You could talk me into each one of those teams being l- legit. Seahawks five and one, Cardinals five and two, Rams five and two, a little bit iffy. Forty Nine ers four and three, but with Kyle Shanahan at the helm, like that's a that's a tough division.
1: It is. I don't know if. Um having
0: Kyle Shanahan's enough. Um now He's I think... trying his best with uh, a lot of injuries. The fact that there's they still have a winning record given how many people have fallen away from there, that's that's quite impressive. It's tough. I think mean, the 49ers are the least likely to, but with
1: the extra team in the playoffs you never know. But the I, I think people are sleeping on the Rams primarily because that defence is still It's very, very scary. good. And it's it's more that you know people just really really enjoy watching donald play especially when their punter gives them I mean, eight, donald
0: is crazy stupid
1: eight yards seven yards six yards like they i think off of like 10 punts like eight of hecker's punts are in the 10 yards box mm-hmm. like oh the, it, it, the was, it was incredible was the, John, johnny the,
0: hecker he's, he's getting some love. he got some love for the from the around the nfl podcast the other day the Bears got guys in proper get out of their own
1: ten yard. Like they had to start every drive for like one whole like two quarters in their own ten
0: yard. It kills you. Like it's not the fanciest looking position or anything like that. But when you're able to to do that consistently, whenever you get pinned back there, you're like, oh man, really again? And it happened when Brad Wing was at LSU, and LSU got to
1: the title game when they weren't expected to. Like Brad Wing was the Australian. Yeah, it was just outstanding. Like every punt he took was going into the ten yards. Mm -hmm. Even scored a couple of fake punts. Yeah, like (laughs) it makes a difference having an athletic guy who can throw, kick, and put the ball where he wants. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, Braden's a beast, by the way. There was, yeah, there was a few plays on Twitter where PFF were like, we just want to point out that Donald's great and all, but this is what's bad. And there's a bit where he like is being triple team and he bursts through to the quarterback, but it's a running play and they're like, Oh, he misread the run. It's like he's taken up three guys <laughs> to even get to the quarterback and he's managed to touch the quarterback. Like the quarterback must have been sitting going, Not again. Like can three of you and you can't stop him. Yeah. Like it's it's a mental thing as well, and this is where I think the analytics kind of get lost a little bit, is that every touch on the quarterback, every almost hit, every broken line play, it ma- makes a difference, especially to someone who falls, who sits in the pocket so long. Mm-hmm. Makes a difference, and I think the Rams just bullied the Bears into submission very quickly in that game, just through that defensive tackle play. They were scary, like Donald is scary. <laughs> uh,
0: Aaron Donald is, uh, is is not just scary; he is um, otherworldly. It's is a is a is a proper um, like what do you call it the. Uh, do you think oh, the best,
1: one of the best teams of all time would be the Seahawks' offense with the Rams' defense?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like there is still still a chance here that um, the... Seahawks the, the, are doing the,
1: everything they can to tool up. The
0: winner of the NFC East could technically still win with four wins, meet the Rams in the playoffs, the Rams would beat them, and then the Rams would be the NFC East champions because they would have five wins against the NFC East. <laughs> I would not be surprised It's entirely possible um, But anyway That's for later on Let's get back on track here yeah, So, so team, teams to be In, in the NFC And Rams I think Because of that division
1: And just the attrition Of being the best team In that division I think okay. they're going to be So battle-hardened When they get to the playoffs Yeah okay. Um you have to say that the Eagles are going to be a team to beat because they're probably going to be the division champions and <laughs> that. And to, to get
0: to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to beat them. So I, I they're have... literally going to have to be a team to beat. See, on, on my list, this is how I did it. I did Seahawks, question mark. Packers, question mark. <laughs> Bucks, Saints, question mark. Eagles, lol. It's like... like the the, the, Eagle... the Eagles, oh.
1: as, a, as a roster, if they're ready to go in the playoffs, they're going to be a oh, come problem. On. Come on. um, No, but the bucks are probably the favorites i think at
0: this point just out of talent i'm gaining more respect for the buccaneers uh Brady's roster and yeah tom, tom brady 15, is the, 15 touchdowns the to one
1: interception they're,
0: they're, they're certainly finding their feet uh, and and they're doing that despite the fact that in particular the wide receivers have been injured also uh well chris godwin's going to be out injured this week i that um, actually
1: help because i think he wants scotty Miller to play there anyway
0: yeah probably uh, they also have another wide receiver who's just oh, showed yeah. up there. I know that you said you don't want to talk about it, and we won't, but I'll just mention that Antonio Brown has signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers. Uh, he's been practicing. He's apparently been amazing.
1: Of course so, he's Antonio Brown. He That's Antonio not the Brown. issue.
0: He's been probably for the best wide receiver in the game for the last ever. So we'll see how all that pans out for the Buccaneers. That defense is still doing really well as well still got some some problems to deal with within that division the saints uh, looked pretty good this week but not like entirely and uh, the, the, the panthers can week. still surprise people he might be back this week for the Thursday night against atlanta but it's still looking a bit shaky so it's more than likely he'll be back for yeah week it's a really bad it's a short week for them now eh? mm. maybe
1: a couple more days
0: yeah they could have done with that um and of course then there's the falcons propping things up um but, That's not happening. No, nah, you don't need to worry about that.
1: So so you, you say... Uh, Saints are out okay. because of the division because they have to play the Bucks. Okay. Um, The... I don't know what the other division is. Rams, Seahawks. Cardinals are going to the be... They say North, so you've got Green difficult. Bay involved. Uh, yeah, Green Green Bay are the only team out of that one. So The Bears are still probably going to make the playoffs because they've had such a good start. It's... But they're not going to do anything. They but. could
0: still fall away. I mean, th- their defense is still showing up nicely uh, week in, week out. But uh, have there's have only to... so much that you, like, your defense can do before they get just fed up. Um, but yeah, I think... Like, Part, par- par- Pardon me, says the Bucs, purely because they have a good balance of like a really good defense and the offense is really starting to click. Uh, but this, like... I just I don't want to admit it. But consider this my admission that maybe the Buccaneers might be... The, the cream of the crop in the NFC I think Arians is a good
1: coach and I think their GM's locked into it's kind of like having LeBron in the NBA it's like okay we got we got Tom Brady and he's bringing players with him and I just have to sign everyone to minimums and I look good can't really argue
0: works out alright
1: and it's like the, the balance of defense and you know, offense and um, defense has been pretty good on like the actual major plays in the game and the veteran the, um, to youth balance on defense mm-hmm. like having the Pierre Pauls and the Jack Barrett's but then also having the rookies making plays it's like it's just quite well I don't know how much on purpose but quite a well built roster and they've been pretty lucky with injuries like if if Gronk's getting fit now and they've had to rely on him for a couple of weeks Gronk is starting to
0: look like Gronk
1: and that's scary yes it's good for me in fantasy but he's been on my bench the last two weeks because I wasn't paying attention well done yes anyway um, so that's the NFC
0: in the AFC, right? So let's kind of go through it a little bit again, and I'll just I'll just pick a couple of names out here. Thoughts on the Bills? Are they legit mm. anymore? Or are we are we ruling them out as proper contenders? Like six
1: touchdowns against the Jets, and to score none is quite a. I know mm. they're on their last legs, and the Jets are playing for pride, and some of those players are actually all right, and you know they're the professionals, but to not score a touchdown. Hmm. And it wasn't like. Josh Allen did much. It was like twenty three for twenty one for twenty three for three hundred or something. It's like not like he was lighting it up and they just weren't getting into the end zone. It's yeah. a bit a bit lackluster. Like, um I'm just And I know that they, they need their fans and there's a big thing about the Bills playing in that stadium really but they they don't you know, they're one of the teams that it really goes against not having their fans there, but being a small
0: market team. Yeah. But the Packers are dealing with that as well and Yeah, but Packers, small market team. It's it's fine though. They they do just fine. The Bills Um, it
1: matters though because that's such a small town in the middle of nowhere that it's, it's everything for them. So I think it does matter. I think they're playing better away than they are at home just now. Hot
0: take. Dolphins are going to win that division. Oh, I'd love that
1: because that means Tua will play well. well.
0: <laughs> Can't keep talking about fantasy, Darren. Fantasy yeah. bores people. Oh, well, I also just love they Tua. don't care. I love
1: Tua. I, I also
0: love Tua. He's also in one of my fantasy teams, <laughs> so I would also love him to do well. But
1: come on. like I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do with a full 60 minutes.
0: Yeah. Bills are, bills are regressing, right? Can you
1: imagine if the Bills go out against Dolphins? You know, it's Tua's so second like... game, whatever. Tua gets like four touchdowns. <sighs> two rushing one two two throws and it's like a 37 yeah. 30 win to the dolphins imagine the the power shift and the afc if,
0: yeah
1: it would be amazing
0: look like dolphins have a better defense than buffalo right now their, their offense has had had moments it's just changing over to Tua now very think- interesting but then but buffalo their defense is supposed to be their staple they've regressed Buffalo looked great at the beginning of the season, but they've really, really fallen away these last three games. And um,
1: the, the irony is yeah. that the Dolphins are about to put up for trade someone that the Bills probably could really use. Who's this? Javion Howard. Oh, okay. the Dolphins have now decided that offense is going to be the way to go. They must be really impressed with Tua, because to trade Howard to make cap space to sign another attacking threat or trade for you know another wide receiver or whatever they're looking to do. I'll see. I think it shows that two is doing well in practice, but you know, who's talking about yeah. practice, you have to do it in a game. But mm, mm. excited, but you know, the AFC, AFC East isn't the Easts
0: aren't where it's coming there's from. There's some there's some problems there definitely. Like Bills look great at the beginning of the season. Not there anymore. Uh, the AFC North on the other hand, so you've still got to say Steelers have to be favoured, but the Ravens are absolutely still in with a shout. Obviously, mathematically, the Browns are with a yeah. shirt, but they're not looking good, so you I can't think, take
1: them. I think the Browns will get into that final spot, and they'll probably be better than a few other teams above them, but that division is a knife. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how the Browns overcome. Do you build a new stadium? Do you change the, <laughs> the uniforms? Like... It just seems to be this little brother complex that they don't really... seem to be able to shake against um, Steelers and the...
0: Do you, do you think it's actually, like, it's a mentality thing? I think
1: the Ravens, definitely. I think it
0: just means too much considering the history. But... Well, Browns have to, like... If you're at some if, point, if, if they they to... you know, I, th- I think Stefanski will get a hang on this team and just shake that out of them and say, like, look... You are individual football players playing as a team. You you come together. This is what you are now. When, you are when, not. You are not what this team wins used their to be. battle,
1: then you will win the game. You know it's the yeah. whole
0: remember the Titans
1: speech. All you can do is what's in front of you. Yeah, and if they, if if, they if if
0: you lose uh, a battle, you run a mile, and yeah, and if, if you, you
1: drop a ball, you run a mile, run a mile. and if you and if you fumble a
0: ball, you yeah. Yeah, exactly. Get kicked in the ass. Good, good game. Sorry, sorry. Good, uh, good film. Yeah, enjoyed that film. Um, so, Chiefs, Titans, yeah, Steelers, Ravens. Titans could trance any team any given week. The Ravens, Chiefs, no, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs are they, fine. Yep, yeah,
1: they they don't have
0: any problems. No. You don't think so? No.
1: Chiefs, Chiefs will make it happen on the day. I think. Mm-hmm. I know that everyone's like, oh, Levy and Bell, it's not, you know, he hasn't played
0: well, but I still think <laughs> Bell's been fine.
1: there's a... a Clyde
0: Ivers-Hilaire mental... Clare- is still, like, they didn't need Bell, but Bell's a good insurance policy right now. And if he can come in and spell for him, then fine.
1: No, Bell's better than Hilaire. Like, if Bell is playing like Bell, then Hilaire doesn't touch the ball for pre quarters. Well, we'll see. Because you think of the mental aspect of a team coming onto the field with that offensive line playing the way it is, and having Bell, Mahomes, Kelsey, mm-hmm. Tariq Hill,
2: okay,
1: you're kind of winning the game before you even step on the field, and some you're winning the mental battle. Mm-hmm. That's that's a team, and it, like that was Le'Veon's first game in like four weeks off of a hamstring injury. And yeah, he, some quote, of quote unquote there from those down. two 16 yard runs were really Le'Veon Bell esque. It,
0: it looked good. it Did look good.
1: So he, he gets he that initial
0: stuff set up for him, and then he works after that. He works his magic before. We think if after. you're Hilaire,
1: you get to learn from Bell. You get to, you've, you get to play on the best team in the league, and, yeah, you had a huge burden, and you weren't quite making it for the first few weeks. Mm. You know, you're doing well, but you weren't like a Bell cow. You were. He was hitting like sixty yards, and then not really doing much more for like mm-hmm. a few quarters. Okay. I think it's a great position for him to be in and be like, I can learn behind Levy and Bell and I can just pick it up and I'll have tire on, treads on my tyres when I get to my third season because yeah, yeah. I've not played the full first season. True. I think it's a great position for the Chiefs to be in if, if Bell yeah. is fit and Kelsey's fit. and I just think the Chiefs are, you know, they are the champions. There's mm. a recency bias, but I think it's very valid.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, think, yeah. I think I I think think there would be very few people who would argue against you. They would say that, you know, there are still some very good teams out there, but ultimately it, the, the Chiefs are still the team to beat.
1: No one's done it against them in the playoffs.
0: No. Um, the only
1: team that's done it against them is the Pats in the last second. So for two seasons, the Chiefs have been near enough untouchable.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. Right, okay, so... Um, No elaboration, just team names. Best team in the NFC right now? Buccaneers. Best team in the AFC right now? On paper, Chiefs.
1: On performance, Steelers.
0: Okay. Do you reckon those teams will make it to the Super Bowl? No, Chiefs will. Mm -hmm. I
1: have no doubt the Chiefs will make the Super Bowl. I don't think the Titans and the Steelers have the um, playoff mindset quite yet. I think they're close. Mm -hmm. I think... Chiefs have just already done it, already been close twice before, and then did it. They've had four seasons of mm-hmm. three seasons, and then this season of being elite. Yeah. Everyone's kind of just trying to catch up to them in the AFC, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. And
1: they'll just be the guys that, you know, the the um, the um Hunt family will just be <laughs> bouncing around that the Patriots are so bad. Yeah. Like they've probably, they probably, I don't think they expected. To oh, well, like have you know, you know who years. else is bouncing around? That the Patriots are so
0: bad. <laughs> but so are you. This guy right here, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, I, I, I know for for a fact that um, the likes of Mr. Steve Bothwell back home in Aberdeen will also be quite happy to see that. Unsure about what his thoughts would be on Brady being quite successful. I don't know, but I think it shows how good way. Brady is. I think that's we can. I think now, he was going to a pretty good roster, though. Come I know. On. I think we're we we're allowed to say that Brady's quite good because he's quite good. Yes, he's <laughs> better than Jameis Winston uh, not throwing interceptions. Yeah, well, do you think Garoppolo's gonna win the Super Bowl with that Buccaneers team? Maybe. Do you think Drew Locke would win the Super Bowl with that Buccaneers team? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the Damn it! Don't bring Drew Locke into this. <laughs> Sorry, baby Drew. You can still be
1: all right. It's still He's trouble, not at there? the Pats anymore. I'm not taking this just
0: no. drivel and vitriol <laughs> for Brady. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> right, okay, so <laughs> we'll, we'll skip on passes next bit because I think we've kind of talked enough about it already, really. But how many wins will the NFC East champion get? Because technically, at this point, it is possible for the Philadelphia Eagles to win with a 4-11-1 record.
1: 5-1, I think, probably. 5-1 whatever it
0: is 5, five, one, five, 11, five, and five one, eight, or 5-1-10 10? Mm-hmm. Ten. Ten? Yeah I would I say <laughs> <like, laughs> six, 6 wins is probably I would say oh, I think the, the, the Eagles have the two Cowboys games of Dalton's in so they'll get mm. those
1: two so yeah so, so, I'd say 7 6 well, like, 7
0: at the moment okay so Eagles have Cowboys this week right so no, they'll hum, put, put hum them up that, to 3 wins there Divian. then they'll have the Giants again the following week 4 four then they have the Browns well that's a toss up that one that's okay. just whoever throws it away now that, that is that is at home for the Eagles as well then they go away to the Seahawks nope. right, you're going you're gonna to like this one away to Seahawks home Packers away Saints home Cardinals then they manage to finish up with Cowboys Washington so like to me I that's think, like at least six wins yeah
1: I think they'll beat the Cardinals at home
0: you, th- just, you think he was a yeah, big cardinal?
1: Still, Johnson and stuff will be back, so I think they'll be starting to come into, oh, you know, the whole Philadelphia thing. Like, oh, maybe you know, we hate our team, but we love them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they'll be coming into their like, oh, you know, all we have to do is beat the Giants and the. Yeah. I think they'll be feeling themselves with three games left because the Cowboys mm-hmm. will probably lose every game from now till the end of the season. Ooh, I think. <laughs> We've got to play the Giants since Washington. They have again. so
0: much talent on that yeah, roster. No, no quarterback. But yeah, no coach and, no defensive coach. And you know what else they could do with Darren? What? An offensive line because oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all injured or retired. You, oh. If
1: you're um, Travis whatever, Frederick, Frederick, and you're just sitting there being like, I think he had like legionnaires or something. And it's tough, but he must be like kicking himself. He's only, like he's Luke, than me. It's not like Luke Eric's disease. Yeah, he's like. Oh, it wasn't that bad, because Lou Gehrig's was a ALS, so he's not mm. got ALS. He had like a, it was like a com- common deer's disease or something. It was like some blood disorder, immune
0: system uh, disorder. Guillain Barr syndrome. That was yeah. the one. Yeah, I, I knew it was something along that, those lines.
1: And he, he must be sitting at home being like, damn.
0: Which was also an autoimmune disease, so it wasn't too far off. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. <nah>, well. <sighs> It's disappointing. Yeah. That he's was to such...
1: He could have played for another like eight years. Oh, yeah. But...
0: Great, great player uh, in his time. Um, Okay, so let's not dwell too much in the NFC East. Like I, I put it in there because, like, I basically want to point out that th- that division is historically bad. And like, you know, say- saying that usually says that something's you know quite bad. But I mean. It's never been that. There's never been a division this bad at this point. Yeah, in this you season. think like up until last week, the best team in that division had
1: like the most points against in history. The it's best crazy. team in that division, least points in history, it's absolutely or ridiculous. most points against. Okay, I've had enough of the NFCs. So. Okay, right. We'll speak to, speak about them again in the playoffs when the Eagles go away to like the Cardinals or something, and everyone's like, "Oh, so they might actually win this one." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, true. Okay, let's just let's just round it out a little bit this week. So, I basically I want you to give me your top offensive players so far. So, Stafford. Nice, nice little bit of football. (laughs) Oh man, sorry Atlanta fans, that's not really right. Um, Stafford for a minute. I'm like you you can yeah Stafford for one minute (laughs) would be your boy. So yeah, give me uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two or three wide receivers and a tight end and uh, anything else you want because these rules aren't rigid Dan. just do, <laughs> do what you want to do Uh the offensive line um, you just want to get them out of the way nice yeah, and quick or is that how it's going to be
1: kind of bad you know, the offensive one might not even be a team that's like I just think being able to support Kyle, Kyler Murray to the record they have let's just give it to the Cardinals well done Cardinals Okay, okay. Like, I'm not. I'm well, not well going to. But I'll, I'll clap. I'll clap. Well, well done on on winning games. I think that's they've got the teamwork award for the offensive line. Fair, I think fair. I see where you're coming from. I don't agree, but I see where you're coming from. Probably the Bills are like yeah. It's going to be one of those ones where the quarterback's playing really well because he's got shit loads of time. Um, quarterback. I well like it's gotta be Russell. Can, can I can yeah. I have a you know, oh, have for doing there. like
0: it's like it should be one one another. You're like it's not just yeah. I'm not, but I'm also I here, know. Darren. I have a valued opinion. I thought we We're going well, one. Okay, so, well, okay, we'll just do the thing, right? Okay, so, <laughs> like I mean, uh, I think that. To this point, the the Titans offensive line was doing a really good job. Doesn't help that they've now lost both their right and left tackles, though. Yes, it's like losing both your arms. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. He's you're now, just a ba- scratch. now You're just bashing them with your chest. Um, Steelers me also. You can do bleed do on well. me. <laughs> nice Monty Python references there, man. But um, also, I think the Los Angeles Rams have had an underrated uh, offensive line to this point. I think after. I think After falling away like, quite drastically the previous season, they've they've got got themselves back up to a point where their their running game is actually putting things together nicely, which is usually a pretty good good marker for that. Uh, like Jared Goff is like being given a little bit more room to work with a lot of the time as well. But um, yeah, I think it's probably a good bit of practice going up against Aaron Donald every week.
1: Yeah, I think um you know Brown's quite a good um blocking running back and I think Whitworth at the left tackle just he just seems to love golf you know mm. he sits beside golf whenever he like you can see them on the sideline they just seem to get on really well and I think it makes a big difference having your captain of your offensive line and your quarterback be so close yeah, you know, you you see hear the stories of the quarterback being like, oh, you know, I took the offensive line for dinner and bought them watches, but they still didn't really like me. And it's like, yeah, it's because he's a quarterback making thirty million a year. Yeah, right? exactly. You Just bought them a watch. The
0: fucking watch. <laughs> yeah, you're pro- protecting your life out there. You know. By the way, uh, we're both wrong. The correct answer is Green Bay Packers. So yeah, uh, you know, back Tiago doesn't even play for them no. so, uh, anymore. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Baluga. Brian Balaga Beluga, yeah. Brian
1: B- Brian <laughs> Beluga. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Whatever.
0: All right then. Go on then. G- give me your next position then. You, you like you obviously started, so you were going to see Russell Wilson at quarterback, right? Yeah, I think it's got to be. But I
1: love Rodgers. And but I think the Tampa Bay game, even though I don't think it was. How can they say that the Packers have the best offensive line after that game?
0: That was that one game. That's like one game, is recency <laughs> bias. You've got to look at the rest of the season and the fact that Aaron Rodgers was picking teams apart. Aaron Jones was running over people. The offense was humming for every game of the season apart from that one. You're allowed an outlier. That was it.
1: Okay. It's a toss up between Rodgers and Wilson. I think I'm going to give it to Wilson just because the Minnesota game and how close he. Has mm. come in some other games and just
0: that. That game against the Cardinals was his outlier. Yeah, and but he only
1: didn't. He didn't. He just didn't play well in overtime.
0: Yeah, the, he like he had he had <laughs> three <laughs> three picks through the course of the game, and he only had one through the course of the season before that. And he was just tearing people up. Um, he's looked incredible. I, I would also say that you still have to have Patrick Mahomes in any conversation like oh, that as well. Um, I think mean, the Chargers but, game though. I, I, I would still tend to agree with you that Russell Wilson pound for pound has been the best quarterback in the league this season and like it's relatively close but he's like a not a nose in front he's like a, a head in front yeah. mm-hmm. alright then running backs it's annoying because I feel like
1: the best running backs in the league are injured you mean like Dalvin Cook Dalvin Cook McCaffrey
0: and Jones Aaron Jones yeah so but... Aaron Jones definitely mhm Okay. Um. And it
1: hasn't really been like kind of a a jump out position this season. Okay. I think there's been a couple of decent players like Robinson
0: and and um. James Robinson's been a a big surprise for Jacksonville, but when you're yeah, playing for not, Jacksonville, you're, you're, not, gonna you're not really going to be important. A Bowl team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Nick Chubb's injured. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about Jones and
1: McCaffrey. Yeah, man. yeah. I, well, McCaffrey's on <laughs> my other
0: fancy team. No fancy <laughs> talk, <top. laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so I put, put it to you. Jones. De- Derek Henry. Teams have to account for him a lot. And yeah, he, he, Jones is he, Jones he has He's boring. been, been a highlight Jones reel.
1: And, it's Jones and Henry. It's kind of boring. But, um, but,
0: but, and, but also, like you've, you've got to put Alvin Kamara in this conversation as well. Like Alvin Kamara has been playing really, really well. Like he's been like the, the full-blown full like highlight. He's been the, the center of that offense, uh, and even more so with missing Michael Thomas, Manuel Sanders, and a, a half cock Drew Brees.
1: Okay, so if you're saying if you're going to like MVP mm-hmm. for their team, you'd take Jones out and put Kamara in because Jones is playing, you know. Lights out offense. That mm-hmm. He doesn't need to do as much, in McCamara's carrying his offense, and Henry's carrying his offense at times as well. So okay, we'll at go. times, but like, yeah. I think
0: both of those offenses are capable of doing their own thing. But that's Maybe why the they Titans get more space so but... to mm-hmm.
1: to get away. Like if they were only like you look at Bell again for the Jets, and mm-hmm. like, as we were talking about just before. Like you can be great as a running back, but if you're the only player on your team, it's not happening. Um. Okay. Mara and Henry.
0: Seems pretty solid. I'd say so. You're not going to argue with me, are you? No. Okay, cool. Who are you sticking at? Wide receiver. What's well, it's going be Hopkins. Yep. Yeah, he's on my list. Yep. Yeah. Um, I want to digs, but not really. Stephon Diggs. Interesting. Kind of, that would be of, a, bit, a bit like our
1: left I field. Feel, I think like Diggs is like feeling though. It's like. No, The teams are like... Uh. It's... Yeah. Like, they're good, but like... Well, the Vikings aren't good, but Phelan's good. And mm. then the Bills are good, but Diggs is okay. It's like... It's a weird balance between, like, yeah. production and... You on know, like, MVP level. Mm. Um, you want me to help you out? Well, I like Claypool. I think Claypool
0: deserves to be mentioned in this, like, considering... Yeah, but then he was completely taken out of the game as soon as teams decided that he was the number one receiver. Yeah, but then they've got three
1: other players, and that's what you're meant to... Yeah. Not what Brown used to do. He used to just stand with
0: three players on him while
1: everyone else cooked. Yeah, but... Could still score the Reds It thing. It
0: does, like, that, that does help. Like, when you're... Like, say, for example, uh, Calvin Ridley. Absolutely smashing the league this year, scoring touchdown after touchdown, but it's because he is a very good player across from Julio Jones, who's a first-ballot Hall of Famer and, but on, on his day, the best wide receiver in the NFL. What do you so, trap tra- Travis Fulham. That's a, a, a really nice one to put in there. No, but he's very <laughs> huge. <laughs> not talking about the <laughs> he's 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 good, like tra- Travis Fulham has been very impressive in what he's done, but he's not okay. he's not up there.
1: Oh I'm gonna say.
0: Do it then. Come on. You better you better be right here.
1: Jarvis Landry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, you're joking, Hopkins. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Richard Higgins alright Aaron it's been fun working with you but <laughs> uh... I, I can't deal with this anymore
1: <laughs> I never I've never biased towards
0: Browns. I know but like <laughs> Jarvis Landry and Richard Higgins give me a break man have well, like... been good good yeah okay good. has he been better than say Devante Adams I bet Devante Adams always injured well no right then this is boring another one to put in there and like I I think that this would be under the radar for some people but also like he's just been incredible Uh, DK Metcalf put him up there as one of the best in the league Wilson said in his podcast he was Randy Moss so yeah like he's he's he's, he's elite now effectively like he, he is top 10 wide receiver material and like in terms of deep play threat He is the best in the league at the moment. He's the best deep threat in the league, except for maybe Justin Jefferson, who's uh, going to get found out as well. He'll get Chase Claypool, probably. But, um, yeah, I McCaff is great. And, um, like, I have just got, obviously I'm just gushing about him right now because I absolutely loved seeing his hustle, his desire to win. And it's like, that's the sort of thing that you don't see in many players. One of the only other players who I've seen give that much hustle for something to just get a win was on the same field as him this week, and that's Larry Fitzgerald, mm. who I'm repping. I'm wearing his shirt today. Uh, like People have been like noticing recently that whenever the Cardinals are in a game late, but they're, they're behind, Larry Fitzgerald, he if he has the ball, he gets up real quick, gets the ball to, to the centre so they can spike it, and it saves time. Uh, if someone else has the ball he goes and gets it from them and then takes it back to the middle so they can spike it and do whatever they need to it's, the it's that hustle and it's
1: smart it's... it's also taking the ball off so they can't
0: measure it true it's like go 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 keep go, going go. yeah so for me um, at the moment I've got uh, Hopkins Metcalf Adams as my top three wide receivers I'd take out Adams but Dixon I think what Dixon, Stephon Dixon
1: I think so just because of what he's done for the Bills generally he's, the he's really helped their game but I mean, but I would, I was, I would still plays.
0: have Julio Jones over him any day as well. Yeah, but a rush, so... Yeah, true, but like as a pound-for-pound pound player, he's, he's still one yeah. of the best in the league. Uh, mm. Okay, whatever. Uh, finish off tight end. Real quick. On Kelsey. Yeah, it's Travis Kelsey. Or That's Waller. the correct answer. Well done. We agree on something. High five, Darren. Nice. Kelsey,
1: then Kittle, then Waller.
0: Is Waller a tight end? He is a tight end. Yes, he Technically. is. Technically. Yes. He plays as a wide receiver half the time. He he plays doing whatever the hell's going on there. I don't yeah. quite know a lot of the time, but uh don't he's, really know.
1: Usually no one's watching the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Even uh, the ninety thousand people that were gonna watch the Raiders aren't allowed to, so uh, n- not
0: even not even their own owner <laughs> is watching them in the in the stadium at the moment, so it's a very interesting way of going about it, Mr. Davis. But uh, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Anyway, uh that'll about do it for today. Yeah. And um, um that felt I little well good. Yep. yep, yep, yep,
1: yep. It was, it was like a... It starts ser- a bit of a mess. We didn't really say what we were doing, so... No, just, I did. The second section was close games at the end or something. We just kind of started talking about
0: them. Yeah. Well, we just kind of... <laughs> Whatever we see how it goes. We're, yes. we're 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 trying these things. It was a little less. Um, if anyone wants to sponsor us, structured.
1: that would help us structure this so much
0: easier. Because <laughs> we'd be like, no, from our sponsors we can stop. If, if anyone wants to, what if anyone wants to pay me the amount of money that I'm already getting paid to do this sort of stuff, uh, or if anyone from I don't know, say PFF <laughs> is listening, like I I'd, I'd maybe consider moving to Cincinnati to get involved in the PFF, but you'd have to pay me nicely, like four times as much as I'm getting paid right now because I hear Cincinnati is very boring hmm. I could work from home from
1: for PFF right just be Joe Burrow's best night and have a great time I could do that just go out and find him I want to be your friend.
0: Hey, JB, if you're listening, <laughs> hit us up. We love you. We're, we hope you love us too. and uh, we love also you now love... that
1: you've played the Browns twice and I don't have to worry about it.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Go get those Ravens. Yeah, go get them Ravens. And uh, we also just love everyone else out there and yes. thank you very Stay much for listening. Um, we're, we're glad to be back in some form or other. Let us know what you think about this new, more relaxed format. We're not digging into the games that much anymore. As um, an NFL channel all the highlights are there <laughs> it's amazing isn't it yeah. so what one is it is that that nfl.com this, yes have you well, heard of this other YouTube one it's called y- the youtube.com YouTube. nfl yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot to go on with there so anyway uh thanks very much guys let us know what you think and uh enjoy week eight, eight yeah, yeah week eight class. enjoy week eight and we'll see you next time see you all right bye, bye.